On this first episode of Convergence, we talk about getting the lawyers in, what is it okay to call yourself, being open to the universe, and what does that even mean, and what makes a project work. Clue, it's not how much you care about it. Oh, Brendan Hutchins, it has been... I, I would say three years, but I don't think we talk about the, there's that time that we don't talk about that one. Um, so so maybe maybe four years. Um, but it's yeah. nice to be on mic with you again. Uh, likewise, brother. I uh, this is uh, an honor and and we got to actually hang out and meet for the first time. That this was year. incredible. And and you were wearing the same shirt and. <laughs> every day <laughs> <laughs> and i gotta say uh that was the the most tremendous experience um <laughs> i the, the whole trip was just fantastic amazing uh, uh finland england and scotland but uh staying with you i was not expecting this full service tour guide <laughs> experience of birmingham and it was just uh <laughs> the greatest thing of all time <laughs> I've got the Cadbury World photos on my uh, on my fridge, and um, <laughs> it's yeah, uh, just a fantastic experience. Oh well, um, so now that we've got to know each other, um, should we should we introduce ourselves? Um, yeah, go ahead. Why, why don't you? Would you like to go first? <laughs> Two gentlemen. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Brendan. Um, I. Uh, typically a home remodeler in Portland, Oregon. Um, and uh, while working, I listened to a lot of podcasts and got obsessed with them and started making them. And, and um, yeah, I've always been into audio recording and, and, uh, and audio and music. And now I'm, I'm here, uh, as, as it happens, at a crossroads, uh, you know, coming up on my, on my 40 transition and looking at, at uh what i want to do with my life and also you know being confronted with changes outside my control and uh and so now uh the things in my life are converging to get me to make a new spot for myself so um i'm i'm here to talk about it and think about it and and do about it and feel about it also a lot of feeling mm. Yes, I like the doing and feeling about it. That's mm-hmm. good. Um, hi, I'm uh, Mark Stedman. I uh, met Brendan when we were working on a little project I had called Podient, which was a um, podcast platform. And uh, we've been uh, chums ever since. Um, I have... I I once... I copped some slack in a in a networking group and and I copped it for about 3 weeks because I was talking about myself and talking about podcasting because I thought it was a networking group um I should talk about what I do and uh, <laughs> apparently that was the wrong thing to do oh, no. uh, and so they made sort of light fun of me for 3 weeks um but you know that's kind of it's kind of you know if convergence is the word that's that's another convergence is is I I like how tech and creativity combine and combine and collide yeah. uh, and so that's the stuff that uh, yeah that really interests me and I think we the two of us over our numerous conversations over the years have sort of found areas where we go oh me too and that's really nice mm-hmm. so you're at a crossroads what what does that look like well um so. 
I've been running this remodeling company for 14 years now. And it's, uh, man, it's paid the bills. It, it's, it's been easy. It's been, it's been fun. I, you know, I, I made it myself um, and without really any um, guidance or support. I just like, was like, all right, I'll just make a website, start remodeling people's homes, figure out how to do it on my own. And, and um, you know, I had some, my, my, my dad used to flip houses. So I, was, I, I understood what, what, house, what remodels kind of looked like. I had a lot of expanders in that area of, of um, safety and the knowledge that, oh, like, this can happen. Um, but I didn't, I didn't have too many mentors or anything. I just kind of jumped into it. That's the way I do a lot of things, really. And, um, and now I've gotten to, I've, I've uh, recently, and 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 this 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 business has been very successful. Like I, it's just been a one man shop. It's just been me doing all the work, but it's it's kept me super busy. Uh, and I, I took my first vacation at fourteen years in because I was just so busy. Not not because I couldn't afford it, but because I had a lot of work to do, and it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, and I say I say that in past tense, and it's still I, I still enjoy it. <laughs> but um, recently had a recently had a, a situation where a, a client was not so happy, and it's been go- it's been extending to this level where it's my first ever potential lawsuit, and it like we're about to go to, into mediation, which is the step before arbitration, and it's. Uh, it's complicated because, cause, I mean, for one, I feel bad for the guy because he, he really, <laughs> we had, we had a contract. Uh, I did a bunch of uh, work preparation for the project and that was defined in the contract. And then he cancels the contract before I come and actually do any of the actual construction. And then he wants he wants the money back for the the prep work that I did, and I'm like, no, you, you can't have that. That was money for work rendered, and so now now we have to get lawyers involved, and that's not what I want to do with my life. I don't want to have lawyers involved. I I just wanna I just wanna be. I just wanna exist uh, happily without lawyers, and. And so it's making me, I mean, not only, not only is this potential lawsuit um, v- have the very real possibility of just ending my company. If I, if I lose this lawsuit, there just is no more Rockstar Remodel. That, that's just what's going to happen. This thing I built for 14 years, it's, it's out of my control. Like, I, I feel like I have a good case. I feel like I'm gonna, probably going to win. But there is a possibility I don't, and then it's just boom, it's over. Like, uh, <laughs> there's there's no other option. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, pull out a giant loan to pay this guy off. Um, and so, you know, I have the possibility of starting up a new remodeling company from scratch. Uh, sure, I can do that. I have the skills for it. I have the client base that they're not gonna care what uh, the name of the company is, but. Over the past couple of years, I've also been uh, working really hard in new areas. Um, I've been working on my health specifically and gone through a massive transformation, lost a ton of weight, uh, feel 
incredibly better uh, inside and out. And I have such a desire and drive to share and to help and to guide that it, it feels like the right time to possibly shift into something else, shift into, and, I, and I've been anyway, trying to explore what kind of things that's going to be. Like I have a health coach who's, a, who's also a life coach and I look at what she's doing and I'm like, maybe I could do that. Oh, that, that's really interesting. I would love, like, I could do one-on-one coaching with people and we could talk about their exact problems and this and that. And then and then she goes into some details about this health thing or that health thing. I'm like, whoa, she has a lot of, I mean, she's been doing this for over a decade, but like, whoa, she has a lot of knowledge I do not have. Like, whoa, that's some interesting context. Like, I get really excited about this this shiny thing. Like, right now I'm super into fasting and, and a whole bunch of different aspects of that. And And then she's like, well, yeah, but there's this and there's this and there's this. And I'm like, oh, wow. It's so complicated. There's so much to it. And you know, that just takes time to get the knowledge and awareness of it. Um, which, you know, yeah, yeah, that, that, that can happen. I, I, I learned the proper techniques to do drywall. I can learn the proper techniques to, to do health things. Um, and you know, in the, in the, in the, the beginning of the process is always, it's not always, but it's, it's to work on yourself and to do it for your own reasons to, to have some sort of drive and motivation to actually learn it and actually understand it fully within yourself. And then, then that way you can do it outside yourself. At least that's how I, like a lot of advice for app developers is make something that you want and then see if there's a market for it or, or, or that kind of thing. Don't just make something because it can be made. And that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking about. And that's what I'm doing. Uh, or that's just what I'm going towards. Um, kind of the the different avenue uh, than a health coach that I'm coming to is a bit more like a yoga instructor. And yoga has been a huge part of my healing journey. Um, but it's it's a bit it's a bit more than it's kind of like the cross between a yoga instructor and a health coach and in in some circles that would be called a shaman because it's um uh because i i i want to help somebody i want i want to focus on not just the physical body and not just the mental body and not just the spiritual body but all of them working together to heal because to to heal together because I, I I realized from my path that I couldn't just heal one. I tried so hard. I just cut out sugar. I just tried this diet and that diet and all these different singular body things and it didn't work. And I tried um, looking into religions and looking into philosophies and all that kind of stuff alone without trying to do anything else and that didn't work. And I tried. Um, uh, I, I tried different therapies and different um, uh, practices for my mental health and all of those just alone, and that didn't work. And then when I finally tried all of them together, that was when I could actually make real transformations in my life. And I, I, want, I want to like share that experience with people. I want to see 
how different everybody is and how th- what their needs are and and where their balance is to to have to have serenity to have buddhahood i kind of feel like <sighs> i don't i don't want to i want to say it but i don't want to say it but i feel say i feel it. <laughs> say it i i feel like a buddha I am so mm. like this this looming this looming uh gigantic threat over me um a, a, a big financial threat a, a a huge threat to my livelihood and my safety um and 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 something that that could, so, that I I built for over a decade almost a decade and a half could just be taken away from me and I am serene. I am just like, yep, you know what? Things come and go. You know, like you can't, you, you can't have a beginning without an end or else there's no, it, it doesn't begin. It just is. So yeah, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not trying to be a Buddha, but I am, I'm, I'm thinking about trying to be a shaman. And I don't know what that I don't know what that word means to you as much as it does to me. And also, uh, like I know that my wife Margaret, she feels very differently about that word. She's like, I think I'll call you a yoga instructor, because <laughs> 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 to her, there's a bit of like it's kind of been applied to Native American culture, and so it kind of feels appropriative. Um, where to me, I like that word is like ancient, and so it's like wait, like it's that's just something Americans applied to Native Americans, <laughs> and yes, I f- I feel like it's older than than that culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my attitudes towards those kinds of words have the, that side of life, that more spiritual, grounded, these things that have existed for countless generations that we've you know perhaps forgotten about or neglected i have more space for them now than i ever did but that still doesn't mean that i occasionally cock a not cock a snook but cock an eyebrow sometimes you know and, and you know i sort of ooh, is, is that is that what we're okay um you know i mean i i, I still refuse and i i i was going this way for a little bit but i still kind of refuse to call myself a coach you know even though a fair amount of what i do is coachy at least coach-esque um but i sort of bridle um at that word because there is still some baggage around it there is still some some stuff around it that that I can't quite reconcile. Sure. Um, did you did you have like organized sports when you were a kid and have have any coach issues or is that is that some... No, no. I I don't see I think I did see it in that kind of coach. Yeah, like it's sort of sporting metaphor before, but it's not a word we use as much here for for sport. I oh, think. sure. Oh, is that trainer? What's the what's Yeah, your... trainer. Um, I mean, yeah, team would have it. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, you know, clearly, I, I just, I didn't do enough sport for it to really register. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's the, the the sort of other the other side of it, which is a little more akin to life coach and and that kind of stuff, which can be 
ill-defined, but that's usually by bad practitioners. And that's the problem with a lot of this stuff is that we get these ideas, these these maladjusted ideas from people because they are the people who give that stuff a bad name. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever had a, a, a life coach of any sort and were they any good? I've had a sort of business coach and, and often um, they merge because, especially as a small business, so much of, and re- really with anything, like your life and your personality and the stuff that makes you bleeds into what you do. Uh, and and who you you know if you lead people then absolutely you know you're leading from your from your personality and from the baggage that you have uh and so i had someone we i think we come at, we came at things slightly differently in certain areas and it got to a point where i felt like the things that person wanted for me weren't actually what i wanted at the time and I think that person was very aligned with the long-term goals of what I could achieve and, and was a good cheerleader. But at the time, I was like, yeah, I get that and I want to be there. But actually, right now, I need stability and I need to put food on the table. You know, my uh, my dad was ill last year and I was getting into the moment of sort of thinking about transforming to a coach for sort of creative people with... It creates people who kind of identify as neurodivergent in some way um, and sort of helping them just... And, and, and I think what's interesting with a lot of this stuff is people have this idea that you have to lead from this decades of experience or whatever or that you know all of these things and actually so much of it, it isn't that. It's, it's actually a lot more a partnership. It's just someone who's maybe a couple of steps ahead of you on the path they still don't know the full direction but maybe they've they've you know they're a couple of steps ahead and they're holding your hand and that is underrated i think um and that's kind of i think what i was envisaging to a degree with with what we're doing here is that it's it's a way of showing it's a way of showing a path for people and to say this is a valid path you know because we're, we're going to get into certainly from my perspective and i'm sure yours as well like how we're actually going to build what we're building how we're going to make what we're making and and do things differently um and it is uh, i think a way of demonstrating to us as well as to other people like you can do it this way it's okay there is a way forwards and and we're finding this path we're we're helping cut down some of the trees um and but we're not that many steps ahead of (laughs) of anyone else and we're both building something new but also we're 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 doing we're going to be doing it in different ways i can i can <laughs> predict <laughs> uh, yeah that will well i think yeah that will be interesting to to find out so um okay so I'll, I'll yeah so i am in the process of building my second uh media hosting platform after um i the the, the last one was sold uh so two years later i'm at it again um so for the two years after i'd sort of slightly wandered the wilderness a little bit trying on different clothes and figuring out whether they fit and not really sort of finding things that I liked and finding elements that I enjoyed but it wasn't until I was on holiday uh, and actually the plane ride back um I had this moment of going because I'd I'd contemplated what would happen if you you know 
started doing the hosting thing again and created a little platform and made it small and made it this, that, and the other. Uh, and I'd, I'd sort of stopped and gone, no, no, I'm not doing it. I, you know, for, for all sorts of different reasons. And I think, I think it was enough time had passed and, and my brain was cleared um, after a week drinking cocktails by a swimming pool that I, which is, the really the first time I've I've had a like an actual like cliched as you would say vacation in a long time where it was literally just the poolside you know kind of thing. Um, turns out they're really useful. Oh man, <laughs> for clearing for clearing the mind. So good. Um, and so yeah, on the plane back, um, most of the trip I spent with with my phone in my in my hot little hand, just like jotting down ideas. Um, and by the time we'd gone through the baggage carousel and I was in the Uber halfway through my Uber trip. I'd already got the name. Like I knew, I knew what it was. Um, and I knew I wanted to do things a little differently. I knew I wanted to lean into being small instead of having small man syndrome or small dog syndrome, you know, yapping like a little terrier, uh, and, and jumping up at the table trying to get his scraps actually being a bit more like a cat and curling up at the head of the table and just go no no i like i i sit here now <laughs> this, is, this is this is where i yeah, sit yeah cat energy um, i already belong here i <laughs> love it um and so yeah i'm i'm in the process now you know there's there's i've, I've sort of launched in in lowercase letters really way before i was ready um which is fun and interesting um we have our first uh customer in that this is uh you know a, a podcast that is live to the world that is not made by me nice um that is that is hosted and it's working it's work yeah it's working um there are you know still things to do uh <laughs> but it's alive and it yeah and, and i did my first bit of press uh this week amazing um, or it went out this week um and so i think this this maybe brings us on to ways that we're doing things differently. And over the last few weeks, I've been getting excited, but also hmm, um, tired thinking about the the you know the marketing for something like this and 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 for any new projects especially things like software projects content marketing is the cheapest uh, and and you know most effective possibly way of getting your stuff out there um to do it well it takes a lot of time and skill and effort and time um <laughs> and also time mm-hmm. and the way I was going to do that was creating a whole new podcast project and a newsletter and a whole lot of work. And I got, I got really excited about it. I thought, this is actually, it's a really good idea. It's something that people need. It's something that I care about. It's something that I can enjoy. And I got into it and started recording episodes. I made a theme tune. I bought the domain names, all the things. I set up, you know, did all the artwork. I joined a podcast marketing uh well the podcast marketing academy so that i had as good yes so that i had as good a start as possible to get this off the ground and then over the last week it's really hit me that it's all and i know when i say it's all i don't mean for everyone else but certainly for me it all just feels like effort. And when I say effort, I don't just mean hard work. I mean 
it's it's a lot of it's a lot of um strokes to not swim very far yeah uh each time oh yeah and against the current yeah 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 absolutely um and i'm now 40 and i would like to to i'd like my i'd like to have decided that my life has started instead of waiting for it to start yeah i'd like to actually go out and and do things and have moments where i sit and play a video game on a saturday because that's all i have to do today um yeah because i i've i you know i i haven't i haven't decided that i have to have all of this effort be expended because that's the only way i know how to move the needle what would happen if at least for a few months i just followed my instinct and followed my intuition and followed my imagination and inspiration and just went let's see what let's see what's out there go on let's let's just see see what comes see what appears um say yes you know and at least just for a bit stop it's so uh, one one final one final thing, and then I, I will I will you know let you speak. Sure. Um, there is a thing from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because of course there is. Mm-hmm. Um, hi, I'm a nerd. Where uh, our heroes are in a spaceship, and the spaceship is going uh, up, down, backwards, every direction, and there are lights all over the place and sirens, and and the ship is very unhappy, and the ship is complaining. And the the two people who are piloting it um, are you know fiddling with all these buttons, and um, suddenly everything stops, and and the the ship sort of moves serenely. And someone in the back says, "What happened? Did you suddenly make sense of the controls?" And they say, "No, we just stopped fiddling with them. Clearly, the <laughs> ship has a better idea of where it's going than we do." <laughs> yeah, and I've been thinking about that for a while. Why why don't I stop trying to steer the ship and actually let the ste- ship steer itself? Because it might actually. It might have a sense of where of where it wants to go. It's worked before. Uh, Podient was a side project. Um, I didn't do any marketing for it. Um, I just built a good product, and I talked to people who I thought might be interested in it. You could call that marketing, like absolutely, sure. you could call yeah. that marketing, but it doesn't feel like marketing, no. and that's the point. Yes. It's that push. Um, that that it's that constant. We've got to push that. I'm really resisting. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's the same thing that happened with me with Rockstar. Is that um, I I didn't do any marketing either. When I when I very first started, I I printed up little flyers with the little tearaway tabs at the bottom of it and put them in um, put them in some Fred Meyer, some local grocery stores bulletin boards and stuff. And the only calls I got from that were from the yellow pages. Oh yes, <laughs> from, I remember from the those. white pages. The the business things are like, oh, you yes. need to advertise, obviously. And so you know, I didn't do that ever again. But you know, I just I just uh, uh oh, and I I had a Craigslist ad, I think. Um, and and I think I only did that once because uh, you know, I got my first client, and then uh word of mouth takes over and it's just you know uh, it, it, it i i never needed to advertise in that whole time and i don't plan on that again like that i felt that was a fantastic way to not swim against the t- the current and uh i have no interest in trying to sell people on what i'm doing i plan on showing them 
show, just demonstrating what I want to do, and the people that want to find it will come. The people that want it or need it will be there to to find. Like that's that's my. Uh, it might be a little bit Pollyanna. I think I don't. I don't know that if that's the right term. <laughs> uh, but well, I think I think we should we should we should pull on that thread because. That's one of the, the the pieces of advice that that they you know we we now twenty years on from from the internet uh, or from the from sort of web two point we sort of said that you know the lie has been has been proven on that you know they you can't say build it and they will come but so I I kind of want to know there what's because you can do the same thing you know like what I was hearing there is thinking about well you. If we just say marketing is is just telling people what you do and and making them interested, perhaps uh, making them interested, but you know, telling people what you do and and those who connect with it will connect with it. If we call that marketing, then the best way to market is what you did. Is you know, I, I think the Craigslist ad is is great actually because you know I did something similar for for Podium, which is how really everything started. I wrote a post on Medium, it got you know found by one guy, and the rest is history. Um, and, uh, you know, I think this, the, the same thing applies here. But then what you do is you do the stuff, is you do the thing that it is that you do. And then from there, you do that and people like it and you do it well. And you encourage people to tell their friends and to tell people and say, listen, if this was helpful for you, then please tell other people. And maybe you incentivize. And, and yeah, and maybe that's marketing or maybe it's just running a good business. And Yeah. yeah and yeah, for me, I guess... Um with with the remodeling company my biggest saving grace was yelp which was a, such a blessing and a curse like um i was constantly i mean you know every every you know, so many businesses so many people right now are are at the whims of what anybody can write in a, a starred review on the internet but like um i you know I, I, I got super lucky and fortunate that I had a bunch of good people that I worked for that that wrote good reviews. And when I was starting out doing remodeling, um, Yelp was pretty new, and especially Yelp for contractors. Like it was mostly just, um, yeah, I'd always associated with like restaurants and cafes and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they had you know they had good Google. Uh, Google juice. Juice, yeah, whatever, whatever the term yeah. is. More food, and, Google uh, food, yeah, yeah. And so when people would search for remodeling Portland, whatever, and the Yelp page would come up and it would show five stars because I had like three to five, five stars early on. And that got me a lot of work, got me a lot of new clients, and it, that, that really helped. Um, so, you know thinking about that it's like okay well yeah i'm, I'm gonna want to try and mimic that probably <laughs> um and 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 i can definitely think of ways to do that and getting people around me that are interested in it because i have a small community here um and that's another interesting difference between your your startup and mine is is mine's going to be pretty local although I, I will have things that could be um distance for sure but Primarily, I'm going to be local. I'm, I'm, my idea is to have, eventually, have my own studio that's built up and and has like a yoga area, sauna area, and 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 coaching areas, and and uh, this kind of oasis I want to build for people to come to and connect with themselves. But um, 
but yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to, to think about the different ways to, to market and tell people about it. I guess I could do a podcast about it because <laughs> that is the way that you build an audience. I, I heard this from, uh, from the, I, I, I was going to say, I heard it from the great Mark Stedman, but I know that's exactly the opposite of your advice. No, you and so I, did, no, I don't want to put the, <laughs> the opposite words in your mouth. <laughs> I was going through, um, so one of the things uh, that I'm doing at the moment is contemplating, seriously contemplating, uh, getting rid of all sort of my past brand names um, and just being Mark um, instead of being Origin. Uh, I mean, you know, Bramble has to have a name because it's a thing. Yeah. I can't call it Mark. Um, <laughs> where, are you, where are you hosting your podcast? Oh, it's on Mark. Yeah, it's on It's on Mark. <laughs> Um, just over here on my left arm. <laughs> so, but everything else, um, Origin Podcast Services has been the name of my business, or just Origin as I as I call it. Uh, that's been the name of my business for the last two years, um, and I've had all sorts of businesses business names before. Never have I actually just used my name, um, and it's weird to sort of contemplate why that is and and try and connect with it. And there's there's always been something, uh, some kind of aversion from using just from from it just being me, I think, um, and and connecting with me, and especially as part of what I'm doing is I'm mixing in all of the weird and you know varied things that I do, making music that has no consequence. Like it, uh, you know, it it's not like if you want to buy a track, that's great, but that's not you know what I'm banking on. And then there's the kids' book and other bits of writing and weird little video game toys that I've made and all those kinds of things. I want them all to be part of the same place. And you can engage with those and then think, okay, well, I want to work with this guy to help me make a thing or to help me just be alongside me when I'm making my thing week in, week out, and no one seems to be engaging with it. Like, you know, what can we do there? Um, and all that kind of stuff is interesting, but it, it's it's all, you know, just being that that one person what does that how does that ring you know for you as, as someone again who's had a, a brand name uh with rockstar what are, are you sort of thinking it's going to be brendan um you know is that something that you've you've given any thought to i actually haven't um you are i think that's I, good i love i, I love good. how fast you come up with names for things and it's always just like so spot on it's so i love the names like even for this podcast it was like well perfect um don't even have to think about it just yes (laughs) uh and like rockstar came to me pretty easily because i was just uh, you know i was just remodel i I was i was doing handyman services on the side i was i was a um i was an electrician working for a shop and they um uh the recession was hitting and so there was fewer and fewer electrical jobs to do and so i was just picking up more and more side gigs and eventually that was my full-time job was side gigs and there was no electrical and i was like well i mean here i am i guess i should make a company and um i at the time being young and dumb and, and naive about um what I was doing to my body. I was drinking a ton of Rockstar energy drinks. And then also, <laughs> um, I, I would listen to music because I hadn't discovered podcasts yet. I, I would listen to music while I was working and I would, I would be singing along because I just can't help it. 
if there's music playing and I know any of the tone, the the melody or the lyrics, I'm going to be singing. And uh, like I had I had multiple clients tell me, "Are you going to be a rock star?" Because like what this is this is great. And and so it just the the name just kind of fell into me. And and then I love the alliteration of the RR. Um, and, and so that was, that was just easy. And I'm, you know, hoping that something similar will happen with this. I don't, um, I don't particularly like the sound of Brendan, the shaman, uh, that doesn't, th- that's not ringing true to me. <laughs> um, uh, but I'm, I'm thinking that something, something will come up. Uh, and I'm, at this point, there's so many things that have happened for me in my life recently including this podcast where everything just fell into place because I am just, I'm, I, what I'm feeling is just open to the universe. I'm just like, I'm here. Um, this is what I want to do. This is on my manifestation list. This is, this is what I'm calling in. Um, I feel expanded. I feel, I, I know other people are out there doing it. Other people are just people like me. I'm just a person. They're just a person. They can have it. I can have it. Um, I, I feel I, uh, just accepting and knowing that what I need is going to come. And I feel, I guess, I guess that's faith, but it doesn't feel like faith. Like faith almost seems a little bit like worrying, like uh, that there is any possibility that it wouldn't happen, but you have faith that it will anyway. Um, and maybe that's just, uh, I think, I think that's a little bit of baggage I, I carry from, my mother's faith <laughs> but anyways um i i I, just, I feel secure i feel like it's gonna happen and i am excited to see it unfold and so the name i had not given it any thought and i probably will more now that you ask <laughs> maybe we can talk about that next week but um uh i'm, I'm excited to find out uh, and <laughs> and tell you all about it when i do there's an interesting phenomena, phenomenon um, around new projects, and I think I am guilty of this myself, um, that when you tell people about something that you haven't done yet or that you're planning to do, you get the dopamine hit from talking about it and you get the you know the the hit of the project without actually doing any of the work uh and that can have some some knock-on effects <laughs> yeah, for sure that sounded like that resonated oh yeah oh yeah no i <laughs> i get so excited about things i get so excited about ideas and uh and i i definitely talk about them way too early and i'm like oh i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this i'm gonna i've been i've been i've had this idea i've had this um this long-term plan of a a sort of compound i mean really it would just be like the the place i want to live i want to have a place that's a, a little bit farther out from the city like right now i'm i'm in the city i'm in portland and it uh you know some place that's maybe 15 miles out 20 miles out that that i've got it's a, a decent chunk of land maybe like 10 acres and there's some sort of water that goes through the property so that I could make ponds or lakes or, or use that water for power or something. Um, there's a, a decent amount of space that I could 
set up a shop and like build tiny homes, a certain amount of space that those tiny homes could be set up and used as either rentals or, um, or, 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 or showcase because, because uh, tiny home building was my previous big, big new stage in life. That was going to be the next thing that I was going to do. And it still might be, I'm not writing that off. I, I love tiny homes. I love the design. I love the, the, the rethinking of housing and the minimalism of it, the, the aesthetics of it, the, the creativity and, 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 and again, to reiterate, to reiterate it, the design, the, the thoughtfulness that's put into the, uh, the use of space and the use of anything that's part of it. That's, that's so important to me. And, uh, and then you, I also had even bigger pie in the sky ideas about having, um, uh, using that water, pumping it through a, a solar water heater that I could, that I've designed in my head to make, um, man-made hot springs pools and uh to carve out a space uh for uh for an amphitheater that that could have the hot springs flowing through that so you could be in your hot springs listening to at the amphitheater like i had so many cool ideas um and you know they might still happen in like 15 years but it's probably not it's it's probably just a fantastic idea that I'm always going to cherish in my mind. Well, what it sounds to me, because I, I, I was thinking this earlier when you described what you wanted to build with the studio. Yeah, that's much more likely where I'm going to be putting a lot of these cool ideas in a smaller scale that's more approachable to people. Sure, but what I get the vibe of is really a retreat center. Um, especially I was thinking with the tiny homes because how cool would that be for a group of individuals to come together? Maybe it's a cohort, maybe, maybe, you know, it's, it's, it's another organization who want to bring their people to you. Maybe it's a group of people you've brought together, um, to, 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 to do this, come and join you for a week, um, you know, of, of reconnecting with themselves, rediscovering things, um, detoxing you know any any anything like that and giving people these homes that they can spend a week in uh and then also these these other sort of healing things like the hot springs and, and all that kind of stuff and the, you know put on a bit of music like it's it's actually not dissimilar in in some of the circles that i've i've moved in over the last few years um you know i go to my business hippie festival um and they have a band on uh, at night on the Friday night, uh, and there's tents with other stuff going on. There's there's music, there's food, there's uh, massaging, there's uh, lakes. You can do some cold water swimming or wild swimming. There's a hot tub, there's a sauna, and it's all just in a field. Uh, and they, they, they put it up, uh, and it's there for three days, and then they tear it all down. Um, and I don't know, there's, there's something really, yeah, like, that's, you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can. And honestly, that is, yes, the combination of these two dreams is, is literally the dream. Like that, that would be <clears throat> a big, a big, uh, a, a major thought has been that this would be the, the compound, the, the, the buildup 
would be a, a resort of some sort. Like people would come and stay in the tiny homes. Like I would, I, we could put on festivals. Um, like I'm, I'm over the past three years, I've been super into dance music and dance and, and the dance music, the section of dance music I, I like, um, puts on a yearly festival in, uh, the Washington state desert. Uh, it's called the Gorge Amphitheater and it, it, it's this incredible space that's overlooking uh, a section of a river and there's just like nothing but desert nothing but nothing uh anywhere you can see except for this big grassy lawn that just slopes down to this perfect stage and the the festival that they put on um it's called the above and beyond group therapy weekender and it's a yoga mindfulness dance uh, festival and it's just it's 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 perfect it's perfect for me it's perfect for everybody that comes we all love it to death and i mean more or less what i want to do is just make that as my home and and ha- i want i want to live in that all the time i want i want the mindfulness i want the, the the meditations i want the yoga i want the dance music around me always and I want other people to come and enjoy that too, because I don't want to just be dancing. I mean, I love dancing alone. I do it every day, but I like I want I want to share this this love and this vision and this place and this serenity. Um, and I think I can do that, and I think I can I can make a play, and I and, and you know, and and so yeah, so it'd be uh, the idea of building a bunch of tiny homes, which I love, and people love. People would love to stay in tiny homes, and then. You know, there could be like a a, a a festival going on. It could be you know, like with actual acts that come in and out, or people could just be using the space as a retreat, as a as a cool down, as a uh, a relax, relaxing getaway, and 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 probably a bunch of other types of um, uses for the space as well. And in addition to my housing. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's definitely the long term. That's the that's the big goal. It feels it feels realistic and uh, something else. Not not unrealistic, but ambitious. Yeah, it it does it does feel ambitious. That's a great word for it. One of the things that uh, I think prompted us to um, have this uh, end up having this discussion is something that I put on one of my little ramble casts, which. It's it's weird. I I don't know that I have a, like a long term vision like that. I don't you know I don't really have. I never really have have had dreams. I weirdly enough, uh, I, you know, my my former uh, therapist asked me about my bucket list at, at one point, and I was like, I don't, I don't have one. Um, and I started trying to work on one. I, for whatever reason, I I sort of. I don't have those big long-term things, and I think that's really interesting. But I, I, I have I set out these these little ideas for things that are sort of, you know, medium term, I guess, like five years or whatever. Um, and the difficulty I have is that I mess up the perspective. And so, if you think about the artwork for this podcast, if you if you take out your phone and and have a look, um, it's it's this it's this road and and you know convergence meaning those those the two lines on the road converge into one and what i so often do in my mind without realizing it is i take that idea and bring 
the compress that whole distance and so everything becomes a bit like um like a theater set if you you know if you walk alongside you know just just sidle up against a theater set you actually see how it's two-dimensional uh and it's not this big long stretching road it's actually just a piece of card that's been painted and i sort of do that and so what that ends up doing is this sort of five-year timeline gets compressed and i become impatient and i want it to happen now and i don't understand why it's not not happening now and all these milestones i can see them right there because of course i've brought them right close to me instead of what they are far off and and it's one of the things i think i've really struggled with and and it's kind of led me to to thinking again about what would happen if i if i stopped you know looking for this map or stopped looking for the next mile marker um and and just you know let let the universe happen um and i i I like that we've got these two different approaches here because yeah that is a dream and i think i've i've almost never never dared to (laughs) i think there's something in there about like not even daring to dream and i think that's interesting like you're daring to dream and i think that's awesome yeah i uh man i i i I can't say that i relate to that that flattening but that's such a uh visceral analogy that i can understand it really well um that's 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 really interesting to think about do you have any fears around this not working i think i did when i said to myself this has to work and that's been part of the thing with the this this podcast the the former one that uh i'm you know i'm not cancelling but i'm putting on pause just like list envy i can't bear to think that list envy is probably my favorite ever show i can't bear to to think that it's it's gone away (laughs) it's just on pause (laughs) because i love it um I think because I decided that it, like I said with the previous podcast, that it had to work, that that puts the pressure on, because it's then like, well, this is this has got to work. This is the next thing. Do you thrive on that pressure, or do you? Is that does that hinder no. you? No. Well, mm, oh, that's interesting. Actually, I think I have done, and I think it's 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 fueled me. I don't think thrive is necessarily the word because that would suggest it's kind of nourishing. Uh, and I think it's it's a bit more depleting over time because it is it's this constant sh- it's this constant voice of should it's a it's a it's a big should. Um, if I uh, lean down here, there is a um, piece of of uh, there was an illustration that I got as part of my fortieth birthday uh <laughs> present and it is a depiction of me as if i were a simpsons um and there's my uh, my two nephews and my two cats and my uh, the people who made this for me the people who, who commissioned it are very lovely and loving um and supportive the problem is when i looked at this I I, I nearly cried. It kind of broke my heart because the logo that's on my (laughs) T-shirt is for one of these projects that had to work because it was the next big thing, next big thing. And I had to kill it off last year because it just wasn't working. It was, you know, it's such a lovely thing to be, you know, to be so grateful for this, for this gift. Um, But also, oh, (laughs) that's a constant. And, you know, that might be why I haven't, 
hung it up yet um because i love the sentiment behind it and i love the support behind it but it's hard to have your failure almost literally on your chest because this was what i thought i was going to be i thought i was going to be an educator i thought i was going to um produce and make content that was going to teach people how to make the best podcast that they possibly can and the universe went no you're not <laughs> um <laughs> good try but let's uh let's let's think again yeah exactly um start, yeah restart the game over um and you know i it, i i got into debt and and all all sorts of things and there you know there are other other factors that that uh made it sort of not work um and you know hindsight can always tell you here are some reasons why it, why it didn't work and it's like that's great but could have used those beforehand <laughs> yeah um so but a lot of that the difficulty there was that pressure of well this is the next thing this is what i'm doing this has got to work and it's got to work because you get into this like ouroboros snake eating itself thing of i'm trying to make this work which means i'm not like i'm meeting all my client obligations but i'm not really working that hard on getting new clients because I'm building this new thing. And so now it's got to work because I'm not b bringing in any new business. And so it just, it becomes this, this millstone and this, this horrible, you know, it kind of becomes a little bit toxic. Um, and so for me, because I'm not putting that pressure on Bramble, it it's, I'm letting it be a side project for now. And I'm also letting it be a home for, for, you know, where I keep my podcasts and a way for me to do podcasting in the way that I want to do it. Um, and in the way that I think certain things should be done and, and make sense to me. Um, and because it's that, it sort of already is, it sort of already works. Um, if I can get to my, you know, target number of customers, then I absolutely it would have worked. But it's only a failure if I, because a side project can't really be a failure. It's only a failure if you if you decide this has to be everything. This has to be the next thing. This has to work. This is my escape module. Um, this is my parachute on the way on the way out. And if then the parachute fails to deploy, then it's a failure <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, otherwise, it's just a piece of canvas <laughs> it's it's only by making it the parachute and by putting that by assigning it that that you then make it you know this thing that can fail i have this i have this thought about about the, all that um and and i've kind of alluded to it before because of i've talked about how how serene i feel and how how open to the universe i feel but like right now i have no fear around success or failure failure isn't a possibility it's an inevitability like eventually it's entropy yeah sure it's going to stop like you know and so unless we we define success to include the inevitable ending which is a beautiful thought i don't i don't really want to do that right now but i i you know i could do that in the future maybe but like there is no beginning without an end to define it. There's no black without a white to contrast it. There's no success without failure to compare it to. And so to me, there's no there's nothing to fear. There's only to do. I like that a lot. 
um, yeah, I, I, yeah, that makes me think about you know something like what I'm building. At some point, it is going to not be a thing anymore for a variety of reasons. It might be because the 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 person I've passed it down to after I've died you know uh wants wants someone else to run it or wants to or, or whatever or it's it's given over to the people and it, and 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 it uh it becomes something on a new internet and it's it's distributed and it's peer to peer and it just it doesn't need a single host server anymore or it could die you know for for another reason um but i love that for failure uh, or an, an an end is inevitable the thing that you've made is finite as we are finite. And so, yeah, don't, like, don't stress it too much. And I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm aware because, like, you know, I would hope there are all sorts of different people who might listen to this. I'm aware that, because I've, I've bridled against this sometimes before of, like, that's all very well and good. Um, but you know, I'm trying to make a thing, or I'm trying to build, and it's got to work, or whatever. But I think we're trying to come at this from having been in that position before, and having realised it actually doesn't help. And I also know, again, it's like, yeah, well, you can say that or whatever, but it's true. <laughs> um, caring, really wanting something to happen, really being earnest and putting all of your effort and, and, and all of those eggs in that basket and all of those and it mattering so much and it having to work. None of that is actually fuel for the project. None of that actually makes it the, uh, makes the boat go faster, to, to quote a book. Like, none of that actually helps. Um, worrying about it, thinking about it, it's just like it, it doesn't. Um, what helps is... Is the right is is right action? Yes. Um, Good words. Which is a, is a Buddhist thing, isn't it? Um, you would know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I should. Yeah, know. and it's yeah. it's. <laughs> uh, right action. I think of with uh, with the program to be magnetic. They have if if part of or, um, yeah right yeah right action. That does sound Buddhist. That's. I think that's what we're coming down to now. Is is uh, as we we you know contemplate bringing this to a close um is i think what we're trying to figure out is how we can navigate after having spent time navigating things that may in some ways be a bit more traditional or we've had the sort of a monkey on our back that tells us we should be doing things more traditionally having known when that's worked for us and when that hasn't um it's now about looking at what happens when we do things the Mark way or the Brendan way, um, which is to say your way, um, what, you know, what, what would happen? And that can only really work if you don't put this tremendous amount of pressure on yourself. If you don't decide this has to work, if you, if you don't put that on you, then I think you can do it your way because to quote one of my favorite songs by Louis Armstrong, we have all the time in the world. Um, and it doesn't have to be... We don't have to rush. Because... And, uh, you know, one, one last thought, is, is uh, for me anyway, is uh, the Oliver, Oliver Berkman book, 10,000 Weeks, was a subtle revelation for me, and, and it kind of talked about how 
we we don't have actually that many weeks right in our right, lives yeah um and if we spend all our time going i'll be happy when um i'll be happy when i've launched bramble i'll be happy when bramble gets 400 customers i'll be happy when bramble gets in this news thing like and i've been there absolutely been there and i bet you have as well oh yeah that not at all you got to live in the moment you got to enjoy this you got to enjoy the building of it enjoy the thought of it and enjoy and 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 revel in it and and be be in the moment as much yes yeah because you're only going to get this chance to build it once well unless you rebuild it again but that's not the not the point (laughs) but this thing that you're building right now this thing that's happening only happens once this moment is only happening right now and that's amazing um do we uh do we have time for a little bit of homework oh please um and this is uh this is pretty far out of left field but i think that this this could be something cool to give us a common language as we um as we work on this on these separate projects together and and it is it is pretty uh, uh, a step away from what we have been talking about, but I think it can relate over, over time. I think it will relate. Do you know your Enneagram number? Nine. That's me saying it is nine and not <laughs> saying I don't know in German. My number My is number nine. My number is nine as well. Oh man. I, have, I, I've been wondering about your numbers so much. And honestly, nine was high on my list, but I couldn't, I couldn't say for sure. Oh, that's incredible. Okay. So we're two nines. Yeah. It checks oh, out. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, then, then I don't have any homework for you. I was going to tell you to, uh, <laughs> to check out uh, the We Can Do Hard Things podcast. Uh, and and they're, um, they have a two-part episode uh, with Suzanne Stabile. And she uh, lays out all the different Enneagram numbers from the traditional standpoint, not the current, very trendy Instagram standpoint. <laughs> and it is such a yeah, beautiful because this thing way. Is ancient. Yeah, it's ancient. Yeah. It's such a beautiful way to understand not only yourself, but the people around you and relationships. And um, Margaret and I really got into it as we were driving around Scotland. And what was really beautiful for us was that like in this, in this six week vacation that we took, that was, you know, a lot of us time concentrated together where for some people that could be like at, at, at week five, you could kind of be getting sick of each other. You could be bickering, you could be having trouble and that kind of thing. We grew so much closer together we understood each other like oh that's why you do this and like oh you're doing that because you care so much and and not only because you care but like you doing this is really hard for you and you do it anyway and that is so beautiful um and oh you're struggling in this because it is really difficult that's not part of your personality that's not the way your personality works and and like knowing yourself and knowing the people around you, I think is so, um, it opens up compassion just infinitely. Um, at least it, it does, it does for me in, in my mind. And so, um, for anyone listening, I, I highly recommend checking that out, finding your number, finding, you know, thinking about the number of the people around you and don't tell them what you think you're you think their number is, but have them find it out for themselves. and. Um, and, 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 and don't just take a quiz, really think about what each number is and, and, 
and and decide it for yourself because only because it's based on intention it's based on what you're thinking and what you want and not what your actions are so nobody can tell somebody else what their number is but i am also a nine i'm a nine wing eight and um i uh i love the enneagram it's it's been one of my favorite things over the past couple months so well there you go um on that note um we are this is an emergent process which means we don't have a clever sign-off um but we will be here again uh next week and um you can find us uh on the internet uh, at convergencepod.com and if you'd like to know more about us and what we're doing what we're making um then uh, you'll find ways to follow us uh there um until next week brendan um take really very good care of yourself likewise and as always correct me if i'm wrong I feel great. <laughs> I feel yeah. all right. Yeah.